All right, welcome back to another episode of Become a Calm Mama. I'm Darlene, and I'm your host, and this is actually the first episode of 2023. So, Happy New Year. And I want to talk today about emotionally healthy kids. You probably have heard, or maybe you haven't, that I am starting to teach a class. It actually starts today. Today is January 5th. And the class is called Raise Emotionally Healthy Kids Without Losing Your Shit. (laughs) So this is a class for parents, for moms, who really believe that they want to raise adults who know how to handle their emotions, who know how to have good relationships, who know how to set goals and overcome obstacles to reach those goals. That is what emotional health really means, right? I feel good inside. I feel good in my relationships and I feel good in the world. And of course, we don't always, always uh, feel good. You know, that's not what I don't mean happy all the time. I mean, we're able to roll with life and, and have hard things happen. And we know how to move through those things, how to feel our way through those things. And an emotionally healthy person doesn't need to do things to feel better. Like we don't need to eat to cope with our negative emotion, or we don't need to drink, or we don't need to work, or we don't need to buy things, or we don't need to work out, right? Now, of course, we all have coping coping tools, and those are really good, but Essentially, when we have emotional health and emotional well-being, it really means that we know what to do with our feelings. So I want to talk to you about how to create an emotionally healthy adult. What are the key essential ingredients that a parent or a family needs to have in order to create? an emotionally healthy adult. I'm using the word create. It's not really what I mean. I don't mean like you're kind of manufacturing them. I'm talking about creating an environment where your child can grow and become an emotionally healthy adult, that they're given the tools that they need in order to become what we hope for them. One of my life missions is to heal the next generation in advance. And what I mean by that is I want to give a a whole generation of moms the tools that they need in order to raise emotionally healthy kids. Because what I imagine, I imagine a generation of kids who grow up and they already know what to do with their feelings. Like a generation of adults who knows how to communicate and be in relationships. An entire generation of young adults who feel their parents get them and they find support in their family instead of finding pain. After years of exploring emotional health and going through my own journey of healing and becoming emotionally healthy, I've really discovered five key things that a family when a family has these five key things, that their child grows up and is emotionally healthy. So I want to go through what those are and give you a little background on that. And even before I get that far, I want you to know that as I 
teach these concepts to you and I, and I share with you these thoughts, you might start to think like, oh, I don't do that. Oh, I don't do that. Oh, I don't do that. Okay. So I don't want you to do that to yourself. This is not an opportunity for, you know, criticism or comparison or guilt or anything like that. This is just building awareness, noticing a gap maybe in your family. And then I'm inviting you to sign up for the Raise Emotionally Healthy Kids class where I teach all of these things. And so you have a really easy way to get these skills by joining the class. It's $1,000, You can pay with a payment plan. Today, January 5th, this episode comes out. This is the introduction of the class. And then we officially start January 12th. And so there's time for you to sign up. And if you're listening to this later, I'm going to teach this class many times a year. So you can also pick this up again um, in March when I offer it again. No matter where you are in your decision about whether you're going to join the class or not, I'm inviting you to listen to this episode with an open mind and like a very gentle heart and thinking about, okay, where am I and where do I want to be? What are the gaps? And then it'll give you some ideas of what you want to work on this year because we're starting the new year and people have parent, they have goals, they have parenting goals, they have visions for their family, they have visions for their life. And these are the key ingredients that a family needs in order to have emotionally healthy kids grow that grow up to be adults and also emotionally healthy families, right? So number one, a parent who is committed to their own emotional health. That's really where it starts. And that's where I always start my program with the calm. And that's about us as the adults is how, how are we doing at regulating and processing our negative emotion. The, the, the truth is that most of us didn't grow up learning how to feel our feelings. You know, a lot of kids, a lot of us were, grown, were told, you know, there's nothing to cry about. Don't cry over spilled milk. Go to your room. Come out when you can be nice. You know, I don't want to see that. There's, you know, those kinds of phrases. And, or our parents were just like oblivious. That's kind of what I experienced was just like obliviousness. Like I was dealing with things and nobody was paying attention. So I didn't get any tools or skills. And I, you know, created maladaptive strategies to cope with my negative emotion, you know, like manipulating my diet or, you know, I won't go into all my maladaptive, you know, strategies when I was younger, but how this showed up when I was a young mom is that, I was raging. Like I didn't know how to handle anger towards my children. I had no idea what to do with my feelings. And I have experienced a lot of trauma in my childhood. And parenting just brought all that trauma to the surface. And, you know, of course it comes up in my marriage too. These, um, you know, me not knowing what to do with my emotions and I blame my husband or I blame my kids and right. (laughs) You guys get it. So, I have, I learned some tools and skills when I was younger that really were not healthy or helpful. And when I became a mom, I could see that those, those coping strategies, maladaptive strategies that I had were not going to get me the, the result that I wanted with my kids. I wasn't 
I wasn't getting well-behaved kids, that's for sure, because I was screaming at them and they were screaming back and everybody was stressed all the time. And I also wasn't getting the type of parent I wanted to be, which was a compassionate parent. I wanted to be kind. I wanted to be loving. I wanted to be patient. I wanted to um, be fun. I wanted to be joyful. I wanted to be able to like go on vacations as a family and it not be shitty. <laughs> and so I knew that I needed to dedicate my my life really to healing and becoming emotionally healthy. My commitment to my emotional health and my emotional healing and my well-being created so much emotional room for me to learn the tools that I needed to be a parent, right? To teach my kids how to manage their feelings. I needed to get calm first. And my commitment to my own emotional health has meant so much for my children. I have the ability to be compassionate towards them and be patient and be present when they have their big feelings and manage my emotions and not dump all my crap on them and all of that. So that's number one is you being committed to your emotional health. That is one of the things that your kids need in order to grow up to become emotionally healthy. What I want you to notice here is I'm, I'm saying committed to your emotional health, not already having it all figured out because emotional regulation is a, is a journey. It's a, it's a, it's a little bit of time. And if you're not there, that doesn't mean that it's not possible for your kids to become emotionally healthy at all. In fact, it, the more pain you're in right now, to be honest, the more healing you'll experience and the more real it'll be for you to transfer those skill sets that you get on managing your feelings to your kids. So wherever you are right now in your journey, as long as you're committed to growing and becoming calm and, you know, investing in yourself and investing in not not necessarily money, but like time and resources and spending time journaling and meditating and taking classes. And I mean, I have just, obviously I've dove deep, right? I'm a life coach. Um, I'm committed to not just my own emotional health, but yours. And you don't have to become a life coach or anything like that, but just be focused on it. Be committed to it. Invest in it. Sign up for the class. Do things like that. Like sign up for my parenting class, you know, listen to podcasts like this, read books, self-help, like do whatever. Be committed. Okay. Number two, the thing that a kid needs in order to grow up to become an emotionally healthy adult is what is called emotional literacy. I'm going to define it and then explain it. Emotional literacy has four parts, okay? Very simply, if a person is emotionally literate, they are, one, they know what they are feeling. Two, they know how to talk about that feeling or communicate that feeling. Three, they know what to do with that feeling. And four, they can do that for someone else. So thinking about this definition of emotional literacy, 
imagine some circumstance happens in my life. Like I am standing in line at the grocery store and my, or I'm about to check out and my credit card doesn't work. Right? I, right there, need to be able to identify the actual emotion, right? I might be at first surprised. Then I might feel embarrassed. Now, if I don't know what to, if I don't even know what I'm feeling, I'm feeling like, right? I won't have language. I won't be able to communicate anything. I have to first communicate it to myself. I have to know what I'm feeling. I have to be like, this is embarrassment, (laughs) right? And then I might need to say to the, Checker, I'm so embarrassed. I don't know what to do. This is uncomfortable, (laughs) right? So acknowledging and communicating my feeling instead of like blaming someone else, defending myself, you know, complaining about where at what, you know, the store's policy or whatever it is. I've definitely done all those things. But when I'm emotionally literate, when I'm emotionally aware, I can say, oh, I am feeling uncomfortable and embarrassed. And I can say, I am so sorry. I'm feeling uncomfortable and embarrassed. I am going to put these groceries away and go home and come back with the right type of credit card or whatever the circumstance is. Now, I use something like little like that because these are the kinds of little everyday things that happen. Now, if I'm a kid and my mom says, you know, you, you, the kid says, mommy, can we go to Shake Shack tonight for dinner? I don't know if you have, if Shake Shack is everywhere, but imagine like a, you know, a burger stand wherever you live and you're like, nope, sorry, we can't, we don't have time or nope, sorry, we can't, we don't have money or nope, sorry, we can't, I don't want to take you there. And that circumstance creates emotion in your kid and they're like, You know, they start complaining, right? And blaming you, defending, negotiating, just, you know, whatever they're doing, that shows you that they don't have emotional literacy, right? They don't have, they don't know what they're feeling and they're not communicating it and they definitely don't know what to do with it. So you get to say, uh, so eventually what we want our child to say is, oh man, I'm disappointed. I really wanted to go to the restaurant, right? And the third part is knowing what to do with that disappointment. Now, there's so many skills and tools that you can teach your kids. And that is number three is in order for a child to become emotionally healthy is they need a set of skills and tools to cope with their emotions in healthy ways. So the first part of being emotionally healthy is knowing what you're feeling, knowing how to communicate it. And then that that third part is knowing what to do with those feelings, knowing how to process it, how to, how to feel the feeling, move through it, and feel a new feeling. That is a huge skill set, right? That's like the main... That's the main thing. And that is what I am teaching in this class is giving you a a toolkit of like 65 different things that kids can do with their big feelings. 
And then in the class, you can talk about it with me and say, okay, I tried this one or I suggested this one to my son or my daughter and they didn't want to do it and we'll, we'll problem solve and we'll find out actually what your particular kids need when they have big feelings. What are the best coping tools for them? Now in basic, you know, basic uh, coping strategies are what I talk about when I teach the pause, break and resetting your body right? Most of us need to move our negative emotion through our body. So when I'm feeling embarrassed or disappointed or hurt or anything like that, it creates sort of this emotional response in my body and I kind of need to move it through. Either, you know, drink some water, go outside, take some deep breaths, put my hand on my heart, um, you know, things like that. Now, I said that the fourth part of emotional literacy is that you know how to do that for someone else. And really emotional health is I know how to handle my feelings and I know how to recognize and help you with yours. That's what empathy is, right? Empathy is being able to kind of kind of look at somebody's external behavior or listen to what they're saying and do that cognitive work of like, oh, they're feeling really angry or, oh, they're feeling really sad. And then being able to be comfortable in their feelings, right? Knowing how to, how to recognize emotion in others is another sign of emotional health. All right. So we have the number one, a parent who's committed to their emotional health. Number two, emotional literacy. And then number three, like I said, is a set of skills to cope with emotions in healthy ways. We have already, all of us, a lot of ways that we cope with, with negative emotion. Usually we're fine with positive emotion, although some people have a lot of trouble celebrating or acknowledging or receiving praise, including myself. Like sometimes that positive emotion can be really hard for me to receive or to experience. But in general negative emotion is harder. And, you know, we all have developed coping strategies. That's just what it means to be like a human being on earth because you're surviving being human. You're surviving feelings. And so some of us blame others. Some of us, like I said, overdrink or overeat or overwork or, you know, um, d emotionally check out, end up, you know, spending too much time like not working on our goals and we just like or zone out on the couch, which... I don't want you to feel bad about because you're a parent, you get to rest. I'm just talking about those when you know that you kind of need to be doing something or that you want to be working on something and you can't handle that negative emotion. And so you sort of give up. Those are our unhealthy ways that we process our negative emotion. And then there's a bunch of positive ways, right? Healthy ways talking it out, moving our body, doing journaling, doing breathing, doing meditation, going in nature, um, you know, taking a warm bath, uh, playing, like doing a hobby or doing something fun. Um, there's so many, right? I mean, I have a list and list and list of things. And in general, your child will grow up to be an emotionally healthy adult when they have a set of tools that they know how to manage their emotions. Now, of course, this is like 
a major piece of the things that I teach in my programs. And I teach them on this podcast as much as I can. And because I really believe that all, all behavior is an expression of emotion and unmet needs. And when you have negative emotion, you don't know what to do with, it shows up in your behavior. So the behavior is always a clue. Like, huh, this person's got some big feelings. They don't know what to cope, how to do, you know, how to deal with them. And as a parent, as a family, you want to give them tools. So that's why that's number three. Number four, the fourth key ingredient to having, you know, raising an emotionally healthy adult is limits and boundaries that are clearly communicated to your child and held. So a lot of times as parents, what I see, and I have even, I'm guilty of this at times, is making threats instead of actually setting a boundary or a limit. Like, if you don't do that, I'm not going to do this for you, or you're not going to get this privilege, right? And we're really doing it to control their behavior and change it in the moment instead of from an insightful place of what am I willing to do? And what are the conditions or what is my child allowed to do under what conditions? So it's like, I'm happy to read books to you as long as you don't spit in my face, (laughs) right? You're welcome to go to your friend's house as long as your homework is done. You're welcome to go to the party, you know, the soccer party, as long as you've spoke kindly to your brother this week. So when you clearly communicate that limit or boundary, and then you follow through on it, your child learns what is socially okay and what isn't and what behaviors work in a community and what behaviors don't. So that's how they learn not to use those maladaptive strategies. The limit actually is so important because it helps your child pivot from a negative maladaptive strategy towards a positive, healthy strategy because everything is coping. So we want to give our kids some boundaries that kind of push them up against what it is that is is going to work, right? And that's why limits are really valuable. And then number five is children need a shame-free environment where it's okay to make mistakes and learn from those mistakes. Your kids, they, in order to become healthy, they have to act out. They have to make mistakes. They have to show up in, in ways that don't work right? They have to like, I don't know, hit their brother in order to learn not to hit. They have to maybe get a bad grade in order to learn to study. They have to not go to the thing because they called mom, you know, a bitch or something. (laughs) And when, when it's shame free, what that means is that you're not saying you are a bad person for doing that. Therefore, this bad thing's going to happen to you. Shame says that there's something wrong with you, that that there's something inherently bad about you, that you deserve this bad thing or or something like that. And in, in this healthy environment, what we're saying is, of course you made a mistake. No problem. You're learning. Of course you hit your brother. You don't know what to do with your hands when you're upset. Of course, like, I, and I know some of you are like, wait, what? She's saying it's okay to hit? No, I'm not saying it's okay. I'm saying it's understandable that it makes sense 
that it's information, right? We don't need to shame our child into better behavior. We don't need to attack their character or their personality. Instead, we can validate the emotion that drove their behavior and then say, well, that behavior has impacts and here are the impacts. You made a mistake and here's what happens when you make a mistake. Or you made a mistake and here's how you can fix it. Or you made a mistake, how would you like to fix it? So that's a shame-free environment where it's okay to make mistakes and learn from those mistakes. Now, you might be feeling a little overwhelmed. (laughs) You know, you're like, wait, what am I supposed to be doing? How do I raise an emotionally healthy adult? Let's break it down. First, focus on yourself. Focus on your emotional health. Second, help your kids name their emotions and give them tools to cope with those emotions. Fourth, have limits, follow through on them. Fifth, let kids make mistakes in a shame-free environment. These are things that you, some of these things are things you already do naturally when you're feeling good, right? It's only when you're activated, really, that we show up in ways that we don't love, like when we're stressed, right? When we're not really handling our own emotions well, So that's why a big part of my program is to teach you how to become emotionally healthy, how to cope with your negative emotion, how to process emotion, how to reset your mind, how to think about things differently, how to change your life a little bit so it works better for you, so you're less stressed. So you you probably do need some tools and strategies and, and help in that way. And then, of course, emotional literacy is not, it's not easy necessarily to teach to your kids. Because you might not know how. And that's the value of Raising Emotionally Healthy Kids class is that I am teaching you how. I teach you how to teach your kids. I teach you how to be an emotional coach for your children so that you can give them these tools. I teach you how to do limits and and boundaries and set that up and communicate those with your kids. I teach you how to create a shame-free environment where it's okay that kids can make mistakes. Because I'm very focused on strategies, on tools, on practical ways to shift the dynamic of your family so you feel better as a mom and have better behaved kids. I am committed to this next generation and helping them become emotionally healthy adults. But you and I, we're partners in that, right? Because I'm not going to, I don't hang out with your kids. You do. You hang out with them. You, you know them better than anybody else and they trust you more than they trust anybody else. So who better to become their emotional coach but you? And you might just need some new tools. So that's what we're doing here. That's what you're learning on this podcast and that's what I'm teaching in this class. And um, like I said, enrollment officially closes on the 12th, January 12th, 2023. And if you miss this one, you can catch the next one. But I... If you are thinking right now, you're listening to this episode and you're like, I want that. I want, I want to feel calmer. I want to be emotionally healthy. And I really want to teach my kids how to become emotionally healthy. Like, I really don't want to fuck up my kids. If that's you, then now is the time to sign up to, you know, commit to 2023 starting this year 
and like working on your family first and then working on your health goals and or your money goals or your business goals or your house goals. Like why would you not get your children kind of sorted and your family sorted before taking on anything else this year? This is a mistake we often think is like, oh, I can't focus on my parenting until I fix all this other stuff. And it's like, actually, until you feel calmer as a parent, it's going to be really hard for you to achieve those goals. Um, so that's why I, I think you should be in the class. And like I said, the first, the first like welcome call is today, January 5th. And then we officially get started with the content on January 12th. It's uh, the class is a thousand dollars. You can pay up front. And when you pay up front, you get two bonus one-on-one private calls with me that you can do with yourself or with your partner. So you could take this class and then along the way, you can have a class, you know, a private session where I'd kind of teach your partner some of the stuff that we're learning and kind of clarify anything for you, which is a huge, huge value. If you don't have all that money up front, you can also make a payment plan of $333 a month. Start January, pay in February, pay in March, you're all set. And then the cool thing is that you get to be in the Call Mama Club for the whole year. That's a bonus I'm doing for this particular class. I don't know if I will do it again, but I know that this class, you get this bonus. It's worth $1,000 for the whole year. And as soon as you sign up, you're in the club and you get the club until December 31st, 2023, the whole calendar year. That is a huge benefit. You get the online course, you get weekly coaching, you get quarterly trainings with just me. Um, we have a Calm Mama hangout, like a, a coffee chat. Um, I, it's just so full. We've got like a, a, a really um, fun Facebook community and everyone's really supportive and they like just really love each other in there. Um, so I love that opportunity for you to get to know the women um, in the group and then you stay together in this community for the next nine months, you know, all the way through the year. So the way to sign up is to go to my website, calmmamacoaching.com backslash parenting dash class. And we'll make sure that that is in the show notes and also on my website. And even if you don't sign up, okay, it's fine. You can, you can just still hang out and listen to the podcast. I love you. The most important thing, I think the biggest takeaway from this episode is that you get to focus on your emotional health. Like you get to prioritize your health and well-being. It's not selfish. It's not, doesn't make you like a bad mom. It actually makes you like, quote, a good mom, right? Because every time I watch a mom heal or grow in her own emotional well-being, the trickle effect in her family is like quadruple what the the little the little shift in her has a huge impact on her family and her kids and the whole dynamic so it's okay for you to prioritize your own health and well-being and that's what i want you to take away all right happy happy new year Next week, I am starting a new series where I am inviting a few 
experts on different topics and they're going to share some expertise on how to reach those goals. And so we have someone who's going to talk about body image and intuitive eating. That's next week. And then I have a marriage coach and a financial coach and a home organization coach all coming on the podcast in the next couple of weeks. So that'll be a really fun series and I'm sure you guys are going to love it. They're all incredible women. I'm so inspired by them. Okay. Happy new year. I hope you had a great break and I will see you next time.